0: All right. Good to see you this morning. Man, 70-some degrees today. Did you hear that? So, so yeah, it, it, it is going to be a good day. Good to see you guys. Uh, man, what do I... What do you, oh, it's March. That's right. So it means that this could be treacherous and next week we could be back in the 30s, 40s, right? We're in Kansas. So, yeah, so, so enjoy the day. That, that's the message, right? When it comes to weather, enjoy the day. Uh, we're actually starting a new uh, series today. A uh, couple weeks we've kind of prepared you for this. Uh, it, it is a series going through the book of Acts. Um, now, we've entitled this, uh, we've entitled it, uh, Taking Root. Taking Root. Now, are you familiar with the book, book of Acts? Uh, in this book of Acts, it is talking about the beginning of the church, uh, the beginning of of actually who we are we call ourselves church and and what we do on sunday morning is is the act of going to the church but there is a part of being the church that that i believe that acts brings out and and so uh i'm I'm looking forward to this series there's a number of things number of things directions that that we're going to be taking uh, it, it, it is the work of the Holy Spirit. We're going to see uh, actions of the early church. That strategy, methods, and organization. It, it is the spreading of the gospel, and it is the development of discipleship. The development of disciples. And so, uh, this is this is just uh, a number of things could could uh, come out of this. So we're going to have a uh, just a great opportunity in opening this book. Uh, one, one of the things that, that uh, you all know if you've been here with a long time is, is my, probably my favorite way of preaching is to go through books. Well, we've gone through a number of books. Uh, this, this past year, uh, we're familiar with First and Second Peter. Uh, we took some time taking, going through there. Now the book of Acts, that it's actually coming because of a request that's been made over a period of time. And uh, we're finally getting to that place of, of going to this, actually the history of how the church even had its beginnings. And so uh, uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, here, when, as we start this series, uh, to be able to go through a book is, enables you to, to, to keep up. That, that is to read through the text. Uh, you know, to, to be able to, to go back and, and read through this first chapter of Acts... Uh, and and as we approach chapter two, you could begin to familiarize yourself with what we're going to be talking about. You could begin developing questions, Ooh. and and uh, even prepare me for some of those questions. You could ask ahead. You could ask afterwards. Uh, in the bulletin, you'll see emails for both Eric and Matthew. So you could ask them all the tougher questions. Mine's in there, too, for the easier questions, okay? Now, now all three of our, our emails and phone information is in the bulletin. Anytime there's a question or something like that, uh, I, I'm not a big messenger guy. Uh, I'm, I'm just getting familiar with, with things of, of you. Know, well, texting is always good or email is good. I, I I can respond to, to Messenger, but I sometimes weeks before I see that I had a message from Messenger, I don't know, someone's got to help sharpen me on that, but, but those things, email, texting, uh, boy, I, I'll, I'll probably respond so much quicker. So ask those questions. Let me introduce you to this book of Acts. We're going to take the first eight verses of chapter one, and, and so we're going to dive in. I want to read it and then then take some time to to talk about some of these details of this book of Acts. Chapter 1, beginning verse 1. Remember, we're using the English Standard Version now. I think we're all on board with that after the past couple of weeks. Verse 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Alright, before we dive into to, to talking about this introduction, uh, let, let's pray. Father in heaven, we praise you and we thank you for your word. Uh, Lord, as, as always, uh, we want to open it, to hear its word, and, and to understand its meaning. Therefore, we ask, Lord, for your Spirit's presence upon our hearts to be uh, speaking to us to to gain that understanding, and then, Father, also to turn us in the direction that we need to go. Father, we want to hear from you to give us that clear path uh, of instruction, Lord, so that we could be your people and live according to your word. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. All right, it is called Acts, as you see, but majority of your Bibles, if you have it open, it'll probably say Acts, and then under smaller letters will it say uh, Acts of the Apostles. Many of you have yours open. Is that what, I think that, yeah, that mine says that, Acts of the Apostles. That's what the word act, it means action, acts. Uh, some will say you know, and, and that, that's accurate. If we read through the book of Acts, what do we see? We see the apostles, uh, namely Peter and Paul, and, and a number of other apostles involved in that as well, uh, working in the beginnings of the church. But you also see the acts of the Holy Spirit. And so some would say, well, I, this is actually about the acts of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and then you think, well, overall in the Scripture... You know, the theme of, of Scripture overall is God's story, right? Or we could say it is God's action in this world. From creation to the total end and, and, and beginning of, of eternity. It, it, that's, that's the Scripture. And, and right in the middle, I, you have to think that, that right here uh, in, in this, what we're about to read is, is a pivotal time in, in God's action in, in this salvation story uh, of God pursuing humanity. And we'll talk about that as we go on a little bit. Uh, I, I put down as, as a focus today is the church exists because of God's actions. It, it really is what, what God does. When we turn to God's word, we see God acting. And it's no different in this book of Acts. Uh, so, so here we go, an introduction to this book. Uh, therefore, I, I begin here by saying the beginning of the church is historically recorded. Uh, I'm, I'm turning and, and put so much value in the scripture, I want to do that as well with the book of Acts. Um, the undisputed author for Luke, uh, our author for Acts is the book of Luke, is, is Luke, sorry. I'm getting my words all turned around. The undisputed author is, is Luke for this book of Acts. Uh, and, and now, it doesn't say, you know, here, here I am, I'm writing this book, and anywhere it doesn't sign it or, or, or let us know it's Luke. But, but and, and other books are the same. Uh, we don't have a lot of books that, that come out clearly and, and identify. Paul, Paul's letters uh, are pretty secure, but many other books don't exactly come out and just say, hey, this is who's writing this. Uh, but we identify through other means, Now Luke is identified as writing the book of Acts because of later on, Luke includes himself into the story. There's there's some wee phrases in there. He's we you know we we took this journey or uh, we we went here and 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 so we know that Luke was part of of uh, Paul's traveling party uh, as it went later on and and through that means we were able to identify at the beginning that that Luke is the one who wrote uh, who who wrote uh, this book of Acts which helps us then identify by the way he starts the book of Acts to also identify the gospel of Luke which he is also authored in this we we also know he's a physician so we say it's Dr. Luke Uh, Colossians 4.4 says he was a physician Uh, actually uh, Paul called him or claimed him as a, a, a blessed division, or, or his his beloved beloved physician, Luke. Um, but the most important thing there's there's other things we could talk about, and 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 that's interesting. The most significant thing I, w- I want to share with you about Luke is the fact that he's Greek. He's a Gentile, and and in thinking about that, um, you know Luke. Which means he definitely wasn't an apostle, uh, but neither was Mark, but he wasn't a Jew. He wasn't a Jew. What's significant about that is there are no other Jews that, that have written in the scriptures. Every, everyone else has been uh, of the, the descendant of Abraham. And, and the significance about that is because the time he's writing, that the circumstances of which he's writing, the beginning of the church... And to help you understand that a little bit more is in all of Scripture, it's been God's pursuit of humanity, right? And and in the Old Testament, it was God's pursuit of humanity, so he chose one man to create a kingdom for himself. He chose a man, Abraham, and if you were a descendant of Abraham, that means according to your DNA, you had the best opportunity to be part of his kingdom. Because I think it... it if you read through the Old Testament it wasn't just DNA, it also required faith and obedience right to that law so so that was that was the Old Testament but in this transition then then the gospel came and Jesus came uh, and, and and that was significant and with his death and resurrection, now what we have is the beginnings of the church. what is the church it, it is the beginnings of, of that new plan of salvation in Jesus Christ. It means that it is no longer exclusively for those who have DNA of Abraham. It is, it is now inclusive to all nations through Jesus. Uh, so the significance is here is Luke that has the opportunity to write this history concerning the beginning of the church that then opens the door for everyone anybody here DNA of Abraham okay you you were you were one time very exclusive but now hey the rest of us we're all included okay you don't have to say yay and jump up and down that's fine but but I find that significant that Luke is the one you know do you think God planned it that way you look at that and you think, here's Luke, Luke, this Greek guy who had never had the opportunity to be included. Uh, there are some thoughts that he might have been a proselyte, you know, had, had, had gone through the things, accepted, and there's a way of doing that to become a Jew, not by blood, but by decision, and then to adhere to the law and follow all those things. That was a possibility. Um, but now, Luke and all his family could be included, not through all the acceptance and the circumcision and all the other details, but now through the precious blood of Christ. Uh, that, uh, that's that's good news for you and I both. So we have, overall, in what Luke has written down uh, has just been testified and 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 proven over over through uh, over and over through, uh, historical evidence. And I, I just want you to feel confidence as we approach this book that what we're reading is the beginnings of even what we're doing here this morning, the beginnings of what God has created uh, uh, through Christ. I, this book is addressed to Theophilus. I thought I better address because uh, there's there's probably some questions. And, and to address that, we have no idea who Theophilus is. How's that for information? <laughs> There are some ideas out there, some thoughts about Theophilus uh, in in the way that Luke, especially in his gospel, addresses him, calls him most excellent Theophilus. They're thinking he's a a governing official somewhere uh, out of Rome, uh, maybe even from Antioch, which would be closer to to Jerusalem, but thinking he is a governing official uh, and, and that there are two possibilities of why Luke might be writing to Theophilus. One idea, one, and there's several ideas, but I think these are the two strongest that people adhere to. One is that that he might have been a supporter of Paul and Luke in their journeys, supporting Luke in his writings, supporting Paul and taking you know his missionary travels, spreading the gospel in the direction that he went, and therefore uh, Luke was keeping record uh, for Theophilus. Uh, another idea is that Luke was producing an accurate story about Christianity uh, for, for the officials in Rome uh, to counter the, the false stories that were being produced and, and made uh, through, through you know, sources like Jews who were a- adverse to them, or, or other sources. So they wanted an accurate story of, of who who Jesus is. And, and the beginnings of the church. Uh, so that they would have in their hands an accurate story. Those are two ideas. Uh, and, and, and the truth is we really don't know. But we have confidence in this history. We're going to learn a lot as we walk through this book of Acts. Uh, things about the operation of the church. We see leadership. Uh, in action Uh, in the book of Acts we see things of of people in their faith their boldness we see their 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 faith being challenged and persecution coming up how did they deal with that oh thank you man I appreciate that I am a little dry sorry that he's not bringing you any but uh, yeah (laughs) thanks again Alan um the, the idea of giving a defense, and, and even, even this idea of how do you live in a, in a godless society, a place where you're, you're bringing the gospel to. So that there was conflict and confrontation there uh, a, a lot. And so how, how do you do those things? Anyway, uh, what we have in this book of Acts, I, I think, is going to, to produce for us this, this idea. It, it's not, it'll be challenging individually. But especially this idea that we're a part of the church. We're, we're a part of something that God has created that brings us together, that, that connects us. I want you to understand this. And that, that what does that connection look like? Yeah, in, in, in the book of Acts, we're not going to see them sitting in pews and and. Uh, the 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 natural set of oh we're going to sing songs and things like that they have significant uh, sig- significant things of of reading scripture together and and being devoted to, to each other and 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 breaking bread together i mean that's part of the scripture but but we need to be asking questions of of how are we doing as a church are we are we acting on his behalf are 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 we accomplishing what God has designed us to do. So as we go through this book of Acts, may it not just be something that, that, that we're learning, but something that we're being challenged by, and that we open our eyes. And if we see some things that we need to change, can we make those adjustments? Well, thank you. <laughs> I was hoping for something positive to be said, and yes is very much there. Thank you. I I hope that you all agree to that. Man, if we see something according to the word of God, and it challenges us, and it's calling us to change, can we change? And I hope all of us are ready to say, yes, yes, whatever he calls us to do. So I think this book of Acts has that opportunity. Luke's, okay, here, Luke has recorded history. It's been the gospel of Jesus, right? The life of, of Jesus all the way until... Uh, his death and resurrection. And, and now the book of Acts, which is uh, you know, the Acts of the Apostles, the Acts of, of, uh, of the Holy Spirit. And so the second point uh, I, I'd like to, to bring in this introduction is that Jesus and the Holy Spirit were sent to begin and grow the church. Here's, here's God's action. It is through Christ, that, that good news of Jesus coming, and then through the sending of the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, Acts, the beginning of Acts and and the end of Luke, Luke chapter 24, have a lot in common. They tell the same story. Uh, And and Luke is the only one that identifies or tells the story about Jesus being there with his disciples and then being taken up into heaven, ascending into heaven. Uh, Matthew, Mark, and and John don't, don't record that, but Luke does. And and he does it both in the, the beginning of Acts and the end of Luke. So when you look through what we've read this morning, uh, just, just a glance at it real quick. He says, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. That's his gospel. I've dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. Until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them, during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. There, there's where they tie together. Luke 24 and, and also uh, Acts, those first few verses. It goes into 4 and 5, repeating uh, the things that the gospel and, and Acts. The place where there is something in addition, something that is new that is is given, is in verse 6. In verse 6, the... Uh, the the apostles respond. The disciples here, they respond by saying, uh, or asking him a question. So, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Will you restore the kingdom of Israel? I kind of understand the question, don't you? Jesus just raising from the dead? Uh, Is is it time for the kingdom to come? This is an idea that... that, uh, uh, actually the apostles had before you know james and john were asking hey jesus can we sit on one on the right and one on the left when you go when you enter into your kingdom you know it wasn't thinking of heavenly things he was thinking about you know kingdom to come well when is the kingdom to come uh, you would think that the kingdom would come when jesus arrived you know born of an infant and the wise men came to visit but no kingdom didn't come then um when he began to preach, one of, one of the things that Jesus said when, when he began to preach is Matthew 4, 17. He said, from that time, Jesus began to preach, and he said this, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What does that mean? Well, uh, it means that the, the kingdom of heaven is near. It, it, it's right there. It, it's, it's at hand. And so uh, Jesus at least let us know, hey, It's close. Well, in, in uh, later on, uh, when he sent out 72, he sent out 72 uh, of apostles and disciples, and, and they went out uh, proclaiming Christ or the, the, the Messiah is coming. They also, and part of their message was the kingdom of God is at hand. They also repeated that the kingdom of God is at hand and it's still close. So it hadn't arrived yet. So when, when could we identify that the kingdom of God has come? Well, it hasn't yet. The, matter of fact, we could even say our message today, well, the kingdom of God is at hand. But, but the significance, again, remember I said there's that turning point when, when this book of Acts is written. The turning point is in the death and resurrection of Jesus. And the death and resurrection of Jesus, what did that mean? all of a sudden that kingdom is now open and available for everyone through the precious blood of Christ. Uh, We we could be kingdom people. We We are able to become kingdom people because through Jesus, God has redeemed us, has purchased us back from our sinfulness he sanctified us making us holy in order for us to be received by him and to be part of that kingdom so so yeah our message is still yeah the kingdom of god is near but it is here it is here it is here existent in the church and when i say the church i don't mean this building of course you knew that what i mean is he is existing with everyone who said, "I believe that Jesus is that Christ, the Messiah of God, who, who's come, and, and I receive Him as my Savior, who, who has received that 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 salvation through Christ, baptized, and and then following after Him. That uh, they are then I we are then identified as kingdom people, and 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 so it. The, the, the kingdom of God absolutely exists today. It does. It, it, it exists in you and I. It exists in, in all those who are believers in Jesus Christ. So there are no borders or boundaries or, or walls or anything uh, restricting uh, the, the, the kingdom of God today. It's the church it's the church. But we still have that message of uh, it, it's at hand. It's close. What are we talking about there? Because there is a kingdom completion. That, because there is a place with, with territory, with, with uh, a place that Jesus said, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. That kingdom completion is yet to come. And we're waiting on the king to return, right? Right? Because when Jesus returns, we're going to realize the kingdom is then, everything that Jesus began is then going to be completed there, because it's, and also it's going to be completed here in each one of us. We're not complete. Uh, we're still in this thing of flesh, this mortal body, but within us dwells a spirit that is immortal, right? Uh, that is eternal. We have life working in us because of Jesus. <clears throat> now it's also, definitely because of that, I, I, I say that, uh, it also comes through the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's the introduction that comes in, in, in uh, uh, the very second chapter of, of the book of Acts that we're going to see. But, but through the, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the church was brought to life. The apostles were told, hey, wait, you wait. There was that period of time where, where even after the ascension of Jesus, Jesus was uh, uh, taken up into heaven before him and they said, well, where, where's he going? You know, and, and they, you know, the, the, the angels that, that appeared there said, you know, just as you've seen him go, he is going to return. Uh, and then they gave him the instructions we see in verse eight. But, but the, the idea of, of the church and the Holy Spirit coming is the very, you know, what day do we say that the Holy Spirit has come? I think it is, is very much connected to what Jesus did upon the cross and his death, the shedding of his blood, and then the coming of the Holy Spirit. The coming of the Holy Spirit. Both of those are significant to you and I. So what do we say we have today? We have, we have the forgiveness and mercy through Jesus and receiving him. And through that, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit that each of us receives through Christ. We are kingdom people through those, through God's action, through his work. Now, finally, uh, uh, the root. When we go back to, to, again, taking root. Does that make sense to you now? This idea of taking root is the very beginning of the church, a church that God planted, uh, and and this root is growing and it, it is uh, uh, spreading. The roots are to spread to all the earth. That's that's my third point. And, and in verse eight, let me read for you, for you that again. Uh, it's, you know that's that perspective of waiting, uh, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That's Chapter 2, coming, it says, And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the, and to the, end, of the uh, end of the age or end, end of the earth. Uh, it's not talking about until the whole, uh, uh, not to the end of time, but to the, until the whole message or gospel has had the opportunity to spread throughout this world. And, and it's being done. It lays out kind of a, a road map for them to begin with. I mean, it's going to start in Jerusalem. They go to Judea and Samaria, And then throughout the book of Acts, we're going to see it spread, especially through Paul's journeys. We have a focus, especially because Luke traveled with Paul in the churches that he starts and, and moves through. Um, our concern today, you know, this... We, we, we need to know and understand the root that was established then is still alive and growing. And we're a part of that. Thank God for those in history who continue to, uh, who, who continue to teach and spread that gospel message. We're a part of the spread of, of, of that message. And we as a church need to continue to be a part of that spread of this gospel message. I, I thought about that, that prayer that Jesus taught, you know, what were the disciples thinking when when Jesus, you know, taught them how to pray when they asked? Part of it was, you know, hey, may your kingdom come, may your will be done. That was, that was a request. May your kingdom come, may your will be done. Well, okay, for them, here, here it is. They're thinking, uh, you know, we're, we're praying for the kingdom. Was it all done when Jesus was what died and and was resurrected no because it's not completed yet the the prayer that they were praying then is also a prayer that we could be praying as well we should continue to pray matter of fact do you make that a part of your prayer god may your kingdom come may your will be done i think it's a prayer that that the church should be engaged in because god continues to work through his church god continues to move through his church and we need to be a part of it. We have a, an opportunity here, not just this congregation, but with, with six other churches, uh, to move the gospel into our community. Uh, we always encourage you to, to have those conversations, to find those places where you could uh, the, to, to ask someone if they know Jesus. Or to ask someone if, if they uh, are, are familiar with scripture and understand Uh, understand that God created and has a plan for their life Uh, we encourage that Uh, we have an opportunity here April 1st it's called saturate America we've been announcing that yesterday we had a uh, there's a group of us some of us here uh, went and put together the packages uh, that uh, and it was it was it was a lot of fun and I I thank you for all those who came and were part of that uh, we put together over, I think it was 11,000, 11,000 packages, and we did it in less than an hour. So uh, it, w- it was pretty fantastic. Um, we managed to get these packages together. We're going to take around door to door in April on April 1st. And so uh, I, think, I think there's a list back there with like five names, and we need 30. We need, we need 30 people. So if, you have, if uh, it's a good possibility you, you plan to do that, we'd like to know if you're going to be a part of that. Ty is going to be uh, leading a group, but we need, uh, we need at least 30 people from, from this congregation. I think easily we could do 50, okay? Do you, what number do you feel like you are? <laughs> we'd like for you to be a part of this. It, it, it'll take the morning of, of April 1st. We'll have groups all over the community, and uh, with all that effort, it won't take us long, but we'd love for you to be a part of passing out uh, these, uh, these tracts, these gospel tracts. You might have an opportunity to speak to someone as you take it, or it might be simply put it on the door, but, but you might be able to hand it to somebody. And, and so to have that opportunity uh, is, is just, a, might, you know, you want to take that opportunity and be able to share that gospel one of the things that I find most significant about this is that we're doing it together with six other churches we're not the only kingdom people in this community I want you to know that there there are a lot of great people in our community who love Jesus who love his kingdom and looking forward to to being together uh, one of the guys said, as the seven churches were together putting these packages together, he said, he said this is more like heaven than, than Sunday morning. And it was absolutely true. in the fact that there was no barrier of denomination or name or anything. It was a lot of people who loved Jesus putting, putting together those bags. That opportunity was a blessing to everybody who attended, And I, I believe that God uh, loves that kind of thing. So together in an effort with a community of believers, we're gonna saturate our community with the gospel. Please be a part of that. Uh, sign up again is back there at the, that table. Let me go ahead and conclude this. It's time to wrap this up. Uh, I want you to be excited about this book of Acts. Uh, it is going to be an opportunity for us to learn and grow. I want, I want you to remember that it is, uh, the, 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 it's a sound uh, uh, history. Uh, it's written as history, and, and we can learn from the actions of the apostles, uh, of all the disciples, of all those who came to know Jesus, and how they lived their lives, their enthusiasm, what they did with their boldness. Uh, we're we're going to do that as, as a body, learn from this. Uh, God has, has planted his church, and in, 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 in Luke's gospel and in, in Luke's uh, book of Acts, it is a clear history of what God is doing in sending his son, in sending his Holy Spirit, which we are the benefit of through God's action, uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit working together to bring about salvation for you and I. That's where we individually connect, where we connect as a body as well. The encouragement of this is what. what is this going to do with us, not only individually, but as a church? What What things do we need to be challenged by? So we're, I'm going to do this, I think usually I pray, I'm going to pray and then we're going to do our communion, but I'm going to pray, first of all, for uh, for the church, and and then we're going to go into a time of communion. First of all, let's do this. Father in heaven, we praise you, we thank you for... Lord, we praise you for Jesus. We praise you for his coming, for his sacrifice for us. And, and we pray, Lord, that you, Lord, always help us to, to, to remember what we've been given in him. That grace and mercy that, that we no longer carry this burden of sin upon our shoulders. And that, Lord, we've been accepted into your kingdom as people so unworthy, and yet, Lord, you love us that that wonderfully through Jesus. We praise you for the Holy Spirit that you promise to indwell us, that marks us as your people. And we praise you, Father, that we could be a part of that kingdom. We ask, Lord, that you strengthen us, guide us, Lord, as we walk through this book of Acts. Help us, Lord, to identify areas uh, that, that we might be ignorant of. Or, Lord, where we need to to build and strengthen. Lord, the things that we're doing that are frivolous. Lord, that that are uh, unnecessary. Lord, we pray that we could set those things aside. But we pray, Lord, the things that are significant for kingdom. The significant for uh, glorifying you and worshiping you, Lord. We pray that we'll be active in pursuing. God continue to work on us. Help us to grow, to be your people, to be effective as your church and as your people in this world. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.